0: Good Sunday morning, Iowa. It's Dr. Rick Godding here. Thank you for spending some time with me here, and I hope everybody had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. I uh, I had a really good one myself. I just relaxed. I actually, I say I relaxed. I actually bought an e mountain bike, which I had been having my eyes on. Now I used to mountain bike a lot. I used to race in mountain bike races when I was in my 20s. And I had a nice mountain bike or have a regular self-powered mountain bike. What I found was the number of times that I could get out and take the time to go ride and the fact that I weigh full, (laughs) say, 30, 40 pounds more than I did in my 20s. Which I'm constantly working on But just I, 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 I've sort of I have this range Of about 15 pounds I never go up Past a certain point And I can't seem to get down Past a certain point And you know It's tough And I, I Talked about it before I'm doing the uh, Testosterone Replacement Which I think Has been really good And I definitely can see I mean My shoulders And chest look Totally different Than they did A year and a half ago And so I think that You know, I did gain a few pounds of muscle, Um, but again, I I do have trouble, especially on the weekends with my kids around. My kids are very social now, and there's oftentimes a house full of kids all weekend, and you know, I mean, it's terrible what we feed these kids. (laughs) I mean, pizza's just the staple, and I don't even know, I mean, it's hard to, it's just, it's so overwhelming in the society that this is what we eat and it's really I mean it would take such a level of commitment and then you would still have the problem that every time your kid left the house they're going to be at other people's houses guess what eating chips and pizza and it's just listening to a podcast about highly processed foods now highly processed foods would include chips sort of the beef not beef jerky but slim jim type stuff anything you would get at a fast food restaurant probably the pizza oh you know i'm sure that some pizza places use better ingredients than others but there is a for a long time they've understood that there's a relationship between the food that you're consuming especially sugar but also the highly processed food and the gut flora, so the kind of bacteria that are uh, found in your gut. Now, there's multiple different strains of bacteria in your gut, and you can induce preferential growth of certain strains by eating certain things. And so, and of course, I take a probiotic every day, but, but especially sugar changes your gut flora, the bacteria in your gut, And it's really fascinating. These gut bacteria, uh, when they are exposed to the highly processed sugar and highly processed carbs and food, they actually overrun the other bacteria and then they send signals through the blood to your brain to crave those things. It's really fascinating. And, you know, part of it is the evolutionary theory on it is that we're wired such that our pleasure centers give off dopamine when we eat that kind of stuff. And the idea is, and of course, this is just a theory, it makes sense, but you anyway, know, this is just the evolutionary biology theory on it is that when you were, you know, thousands of years ago and you ran into some fruit when you were hunter-gatherers, you needed to gorge on that fruit as much as you could because, you know, you're probably in deficit, nutritional deficit at almost all times. You know, we think of the hunter-gatherers and and even in the more modern phase, the the Native Americans and uh, African tribes before contact with Europe. I mean, it's not like they were sitting there eating all they wanted all the time. I mean, there was... If they didn't run into food, they didn't get it and this, you know. Anyway, so that's the idea is that your body adapts to that with a dopamine. So that's the pleasure molecule. And so when you eat that stuff, you get sort of like a pleasure feeling. It's not just the taste. There's more to it. And then, of course, like I was saying, then your gut bacteria that are derived the most amount of nutrition from these will kind of overrun the other bacteria. And then there's more of those and they're sending signals, all the bacteria are sending signals, but these bacteria are, there's a lot more of them. So they're sending signals to your brain to eat that kind of stuff. And it's terrible. It's terrible. And the newest research that I was hearing about is that there's a high relationship between eating that kind of food and, depression and anxiety in kids and adults. And it's just so tough because, I mean, like I said, there's that issue. Then, of course, we know screen time and social media. And, you know, I don't let my kids have social media because they... There's no place to escape. There's no sort of safe haven. Like You can be sitting in your room, and if you have an Instagram account or something like that, is that's one of the ones that's popular with the kids, and you post something, people can post nasty things onto your Instagram account, and they're just sitting there until you take the whole thing down or maybe take those comments down, but still you've seen them. So you'd be sitting in your room, which when I was young was – I hate to use this term because <laughs> I don't like it because it's way overused and and doesn't seem as necessary, but it was a safe space, right? It was a place where you could read books and you could hang out. And then, you know, when we were young, of course, you had to usually go into the living room to use the telephone if you were going to call a friend. And so most of the time, you just ended up going outside to play or hang out. But the combination of all those things in this society is really, really challenging to overcome. And so we limit. We take the girls' cell phones in the evening. And it's funny because they just think of it as a punishment. And I say, it's not a punishment. It's not a punishment. This is you know, what we need to do to help you develop better and, and feel better about yourself. It is tough now. And, I mean, I'm sure it's always been tough, but I don't think it was nearly as tough to bring up kids when I was being brought up. There was, there were far fewer, I mean, we did have the specter of thermonuclear war hanging over us, and that was concerning, but, you know, that was sort of like an all-or-nothing thing. But now these kids are, they have the social media, they're being told that the Earth is dying and that they're going to have no future at all on the planet because it's going to die from climate change. They're being given very adult topics at a young age to have to try to grapple with that I don't think are necessarily appropriate. They're eating. When we were young, Yeah, I mean, you had, I'm not saying we didn't eat chips, but I remember eating a lot more fruit. And, you know, we have, always have fruit in the house and are always pushing it, but that's kind of like what we had. We didn't have, I mean, I'm not saying I, I didn't have Doritos when I was 12 or 14. I certainly did. But it, it seems like it's just a lot more part of the, the diet now. And so all these things are, are very, very challenging to kind of, you know, get those kids where they need to be and there's, you know, the level of anxiety and depression in kids is just out of this world. So my oldest daughter is going to go to a thing called Outward Bound this summer. Outward Bound is, uh, it actually started somewhere around World War II in Great Britain and the British Empire, and they were taking city kids out into the forest and teaching them survival skills. And it kind of morphed into, for a while, it was... Uh, They were taking a lot of kids who had had trouble with school and things like that. Now it seems like it's much more open to just any any kids. And what they do is they take them out into the wilderness. My daughter's going to kayak in the Chesapeake Bay and then hike the Appalachian Trail and do some rock climbing. And, I mean, they're going to use the bathroom out in the woods and, you know, Full on, it, it, they're very explicit This is not a vacation, this is a character building And self-discovery Journey and They're not allowed to take their cell phones so They're going to be out in nature And so, you know, you do these things and, uh, and I try to get them out Into nature as much as I can Because I think that's where You sort of reset that part Of your, of your program And so so anyway, yeah, so it's tough, you know, and, and my own personal, it, it's it's hard for me. I mean, listen, pizza is like kryptonite for me. Bad pizza is still, if it's in the kitchen, it's so hard for me not to grab a few slices. And, um, and so as I get older, it gets tougher and tougher and tougher to drop the weight. So I ended up buying this e-mountain bike because, well, the original issue is I my youngest needed a new bike so we went to the bike store and we started kind of looking at the e-bikes and I hadn't really ridden one didn't know much about them when we took it out in the parking like well let's test ride it and oh it's really neat because you you know with any little pedal power you put in it's multiplied uh three or four times and then on, on the kid kids, the one that I bought for my daughter, there's actually a throttle, so you have to pedal. You do going uphill, but you can just cruise. So it's a lot of fun. So I started thinking, well, maybe, maybe I'll just get an e-mountain bike. And I bought it this weekend, and I rode it every day. Now in Des Moines, or our house in Des Moines, we live right near... Probably some of the best mountain biking trails in uh, Iowa, uh, called the Center Trails, and I just rode it and rode it, and I was riding uphill with a smile on my face, and that never, <laughs> never happened. And there's so many places that I had ridden before, and I'm like, yeah, right here I would be off the bike walking, and I'm just cruising, and so it's so fun, and great source of exercise, of course. And yeah, you're you're not pushing as hard, but I'm able to do it longer. Have so much more fun that I just can't wait to get on it again. And then Sunday, my way out to Carroll, back out to Carroll, I uh, stopped at the White Rock Conservancy and rode their mountain bike trails, and they are spectacular. Really, really nicely done trails. I think they have sixteen miles. I rode about five or six of them, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been it's been a great thing. So, if you're looking for a really fun way to get exercise. Think about an e-bike. Now, if you buy one with a throttle and you sit on the throttle the whole day, you're not going to get any exercise. But you can buy them without a throttle that are just pedal assist and you just end up you know, having getting where you need to go faster and again, you're getting less exercise than if you wouldn't have done it, but you probably maybe wouldn't have done it if you didn't have the e-bike. So I'm a, I've become a big advocate of them very quickly. And I, I think they are really interesting because you you just never would have thought a few years ago that you would have these. And they're they're pretty much, they're not quite as fast as mopeds. They're pretty close. So yeah, so that's what I spent my weekend doing. I'm going to spend most of my weekends on, in the summer doing that. I'm going to be down to White Rock. If you've not been to White Rock Conservancy, it's in Coon Rapids. And it is... I don't know how many hundreds of acres of just super beautiful maintained land. They have a a bunch of really great camping spaces. They have, uh, great stargazing because it's super low light density out there. They, they say it's the best destination for stargazing in Iowa. Uh, and there may be some places way out in the middle of nowhere, but this is the best destination. Apparently that's what I've heard. The, uh, Ames Astronomy Club has a big event out there every fall. And they go out there and all the people that really know their telescopes get out there and see how, how far they can look into the deep space. And I do have a telescope, and we didn't make it to that last year, but hoping to make it this year. Uh, but White Rock is a just a gorgeous, there's a river that runs through it, and of course depends on the season and depends on the flow and the rain and all that. But then you can canoe down the river. Uh, you can rent ATVs the side by sides you can fish they have multiple ponds I think you can fish in the river I'm sure you can I don't know I don't know what the catching's like but <laughs> you can definitely fish in the river but yeah it's a really it's just it's almost like a it's a it's like a private state park and there are some use fees but they're super reasonable I bought a, a one year trail mountain bike hike pass for twenty five bucks so I mean it was a gift from a family and I can't remember the name of the family, but they just wanted to have it there for public use, and, and part of it is farmed, but most of it is just I don't know, but most of it, but a whole lot of it is just gorgeous wilderness, just waiting there to be used. So if you're looking for a place this summer to go camp or fish or hike or mountain bike, and they they have some cabins out there so white rock's really good for that so yeah it's it's we're we're in full summer swing i'm planning i take my daughters every year we split the daughters up we have a mommy daughter daddy daughter weekend and i've in the past i've taken my daughters oh we went down to Keokuk and got geodes once and that was really fun brought a bunch of geodes back and uh i don't know if you know but Geode is the State Rock of Iowa, and down near the Keokuk area, you can just go on geode hunts. And uh, we, uh, well, not knowing where to hunt, uh, we actually found a place that uh, you can go to, and it was a quarry. And we went and we picked up two huge buckets of geodes, and I rented a uh, a pipe cutter from True Value and came home, and all the kids from the neighborhood came over and we cracked these geodes open. That was pretty cool. And then I went up to uh, Minnesota, not near the Lake Superior, but we went about halfway halfway to Lake Superior, a little bit, maybe two or two, three hours after past Minneapolis. And we uh, hunted for these Lake Superior agates. And again, we found a, a rock quarry where they're known to be. And we found a few really beautiful ones and had them polished up. And then we've done... You know fishing on the Wapaniskan River, I don't remember how you say it, and uh, um, uh, and then uh, one time we uh, my youngest and I rented a little cabin that was on its own pond and stocked with trout, and so I tried to do that. So I'm, I'm in the process of planning that now and uh, and all our other summer travel plans because you know, my girls are. Rounding the corner My daughter is finishing And my oldest is finishing up her freshman year And I can't believe in three years She's going to leave us It's just so bittersweet I'm I'm going to miss her so bad And both of them But the other one we still have for another five Well, yeah, five But uh, it's really interesting uh, When your kids start leaving It's, uh, I tell you um, I am not emotionally prepared for it I'm going to be the I'm going to be the one that drops a kid off at college and cries in the car all the way home or airplane, depending. But anyway, so I hope everybody is swinging into summer and enjoying yourself and go get some exercise. It's not too hot to do almost anything right now. So get out there, enjoy the weather, spend some time with your family, especially with your kids and grandkids. And uh, and we'll be back next week and talk a little bit more about orthopedics. So with that, you have a blessed week, Iowa.